0: Bitcoin and Ethereum are pumping and some are saying this is the start of the bull run. Good morning, you're listening to the Ryzen Crypto podcast by Cointelegraph with me, Robert Baggs, steering you through the crypto cosmos with daily dispatches from the digital frontier. If you want to be riding the horns of the bull rather than chasing the backside of the bear, you better click that follow button. Grab yourself a coffee and let's get into it. Bitcoin and everything around it is pumping, but that isn't the only news. So in today's episode, I'm going to give you a rundown of everything that's been happening in Bitcoin. Then we're going to look at the crypto exchange Bitforex, which has halted withdrawals, what the risks are to profitability for Bitcoin miners, and why crypto users can make a real difference in the upcoming US election. Well, I'd be pretty damn remiss if I didn't start with a Bitcoin update. Unless I'm quite literally your only window into crypto, which would be as lovely as it is unlikely, you'll have noticed that Bitcoin is on a bit of a tear up. As always, I won't discuss the exact price much as it changes so quickly and I record this a few hours before each episode goes live. But there's plenty of narratives around this current rally that are worth looking at. For clarity though, Bitcoin's price at 6am Eastern is $56,502 and we had a 24 hour high of $57,407. This near 11% spike comes with consequences for some and Tom Mitchell-Hill wrote a piece on those impacted the most, short sellers. According to numbers from the crypto data platform CoinGlass, over $161 million in Bitcoin shorts were liquidated in the last 24 hours. Tom also pointed out that this isn't limited to Bitcoin as Ethereum also went up 4.5% in the past 24 hours too. The lead analyst at SwiftX, Pav Hundle, told Cointelegraph, We are at average per-person trade volumes in retail that we last witnessed at the top of the last bull run in November 2021. Plus the institutional buying pressure is immense. He added that the crypto market is on fire right now. That it is, and Martin Young flagged another dimension to this rally. Bitcoin scaling tokens and BRC20 coins are going parabolic parallel to Bitcoin's price. For example, Stacks, a Bitcoin-focused smart contract platform, went up 30% in the last 24 hours from its intraday low of $2.44 to $3.21 and it's now just under 10% away from its all-time high, which was reached in December 2021. The social intelligence firm, Lunar Crush, also noted that social activity around Stacks is up around 16,000%, which they say is partly due to the excitement around Bitcoin layer 2s. Elsewhere in the Bitcoin ecosystem, BRC20 tokens are pumping, with Ordinal's Audi token up 9% in the past 24 hours and Pepe up, wait for it, 51%. The popular Bitcoin champion Dan Held posted on X. Welcome to the beginning of the Bitcoin bull run. Be prepared for many sleepless nights. Honestly, it's hard enough to pinpoint the start and the end of the bull runs even in retrospect, let alone when you're in the middle of it, but you could certainly make a good case that the bull run has started. What do you think? Share your thoughts with us on at Cointelegraph and at RKBags on X. There is one more BTC narrative that you need to know about, and that spot Bitcoin ETF klaxon is about to go off. I'm being a bit more selective on what I cover from the ETFs as not everything is essential knowledge to have. But this is. Yesterday, something extremely unexpected was confirmed. Nine spot Bitcoin ETFs, that is excluding Grayscale, broke their all-time daily trading volume record. Now, if you remember, the first day of trading saw massive inflows to the nine. So for that to be beaten 31 trading days later is raising eyebrows. Bloomberg's ETF expert Eric Balkanas wrote on X, It's official. The new nine Bitcoin ETFs have broken all-time volume record today with $2.4 billion, just barely beating day one, but about double their recent daily average. IBIT went wild, accounting for $1.3 billion of it, breaking its record by about 30%. He added that, not totally sure reason behind price rally generating interest, but it does seem like these things really see heightened action on the first day after a weekend. So as Balkanas notes, BlackRock's iShares Bitcoin Trust, iBit, did comfortably north of $1 billion in volume, closing Monday out with $1,289,000,000 worth of trading volume. Fidelity's FBTC came second with $576 million in volume, and ARK21's shares B, managed $261 million. Even some of the smaller ETFs that are having to wrestle with these whales are putting out impressive numbers. Bitwise, for instance, managed $81 million in daily volume. And for context, on Friday, the nine spot Bitcoin ETFs, excluding Grayscale, had a total combined volume of $700 million. So the jump to $2.3 billion is enormous. For even more context, Balkanas wrote, Insane numbers for newbie ETF, especially one with 10 competitors. $1 billion per day is big boy level volume, enough for even big institutional consideration." We always focus on the nine spot Bitcoin ETFs because Grayscale's numbers have been skewing the data, but Grayscale's net outflows have been slowing day by day. And on Monday, as these record highs were hit, Grayscale hit a record low of $22.4 million in outflows. There is a Hong Kong based crypto exchange that, while not that well known to all, was once a leading platform in terms of capitalization. In September of last year, BitForex had a daily trading volume of $2.6 billion in crypto. However, yesterday something concerning was spotted by ZachxBT. I mean, who else? He wrote on X, seeing some suspicious activity with the crypto exchange Bitforex. On February 23, their hot wallet saw outflows of $56.5 million. Shortly after this time, withdrawals stopped processing, with no official announcements having been made since. Currently, users are asking questions on X and Telegram, trying to get a response from the team. Interestingly, one month ago, their CEO stepped down. Bitforex holds 18% of the TRB supply and 7% of the OMI supply. For those interested in that last bit, the OMI token is issued by Ecomi, a token used in the VV Digital Collectibles ecosystem. And TRB is Teller, the decentralized oracle protocol. So yes, Bitforex still, at the time of recording, isn't processing withdrawals. And when Cointelegraph tried to open the website, it was blocked. The only page that seemed to be live was their announcement that their CEO, Jason Loire, had left the company. Bitforex's 4 X account hasn't been updated since May 2023, and as you can imagine, the exchange's official Telegram channel is just filled with users reporting problems, such as being unable to enter their accounts or their dashboards showing no assets. Then some, like our own efforts, were simply met with a message to say they were blocked from accessing the site. It is a worrying time for users of BitForex, and it has many worrying that this is an exit scam. Yesterday, we discussed Riot Platform's victory with the Texas Blockchain Council over several US energy officials with regards to the Mandatory and Emergency Energy Survey of Crypto Miners. This was good news, but in a recent annual 10K filing by Riot, they lay out several risks to profitability and climate change regulations still represent a sizable one. The report reads, New legislation and increased regulation regarding climate change could impose significant costs on us and our suppliers, including costs related to increased energy requirements, capital equipment, environmental monitoring and reporting, and other costs to comply with such regulations. However, there might be a bigger threat to mining profits. The impending Bitcoin halving event has had many miners deep diving their balance sheets for some time, as the rewards will, as the name implies, halve. One problem that many are battling, including Riot, is the ongoing chip shortage. Riot highlighted that very few manufacturers create the highly specialised ASIC chips upon which their mining rigs rely. When discussing this chip shortage in the filing, they wrote, As a result, the cost to produce these miners has increased and their manufacturers have passed on increased costs of production to purchasers like us. Therefore, until the global supply chain crisis is resolved and these extraordinary pressures are alleviated, we expect to continue to incur higher than usual costs to obtain and deploy new miners, which could adversely affect our financial condition and result of operations. In December, Riot outlaid $291 million to the mining rig manufacturer MicroBT to purchase 66,560 rigs. Riot's CEO Jason Les called it the largest order of hash rate in the company's history. So even though we've all known the halving event is coming for the last four years, it doesn't make these times any less uncertain for miners. And finally, the topic of crypto is becoming more and more important to the US election. We discussed last week about how the pro-crypto lawyer John Deaton is running against the Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren. But CoinFlip's co-founder and CEO, Ben Weiss, believes crypto users could make a real difference in a close presidential election. Weiss pointed out that US presidential candidates have won or lost key states by as little as 11,000 votes. At the time of recording, the likely presidential nominees for the Democratic and Republican parties are U.S. President Joe Biden and the former President Donald Trump, respectively. Donald Trump recently suggested that he could live with Bitcoin one way or the other. Weiss said, He doesn't gain anything from being against it, but if he's for it, he could pick up a couple of points here and there. Bitcoin can kind of appeal to both sides of the political spectrum. Two different polls, one by Coinbase and one by Crypto Council for Innovation, support Weiss's claims, as they showed that a candidate's position on crypto could influence many voters. As Weiss said, if you can move the needle one or two points, that could really matter in a general election. So it remains to be seen whether Trump or Biden will try to harness the crypto vote. Well, that is it for today. And this whole episode, my phone has been buzzing with notifications that Bitcoin is going up. So the interim between this episode and tomorrow's is definitely going to be interesting. But as for the past 24 hours, you have been debriefed. Consider yourself informed. Thank you for listening to the Rising Crypto podcast by Cointelegraph. If you're enjoying these daily updates, please make sure you let us know by following, subscribing or leaving a review. Have a great day. Let's do this again tomorrow.